Welcome to Collision Cast. I'm Anazak, editor of Fenderbender, and we are back today with one of our online columnists and regular Collision Cast guest hosts, Megan Williams. So it is August now, and you might be experiencing a little dip in business. Maybe it's a little slow. The school year hasn't quite started yet. That is okay. Don't be freaked out. As I talked to Megan today, she has three tips for taking advantage of this time, building up your culture, getting invested with the community, and sprucing things up around the facility. You know, what are you hearing from people that you're working with, people that you talk to about what business is like right now? Um, And you said that summer is always a little bit of a slower time for that. Yeah. So working with clients across the country and in varying shop sizes, they are all pretty much experiencing kind of a lull right now. And this is something that we've seen, you know, I've experienced it on the shop level myself. And then last summer, you know, it was definitely just a very difficult year. And so this year, you know, people are starting to travel again and take those road trips and be out of town. And a lot of our clients are just seeing a lull in business compared to kind of how like the spring was this year. Um, And, you know, we try whenever I was in a shop, we tried to kind of capitalize on this time because we know it's going to come back, you know, school will be in session, things will be back to normal in just a few weeks. Um, So we really try to use this time to capitalize on spring up our buildings, doing some like community outreach, marketing activities, um, as well as just getting like some team building going for our existing staff. Absolutely. Those are great ideas. And before we started recording, you said that sometimes this time of year can make shop owners nervous. Um, Can you expand a little bit more on why instead of being nervous or a little bit freaked out, they should actually look at this as an opportunity? Yeah. So the reason to not be nervous, you know, we always want to have that steady stream of vehicles coming in, but the reason that it's important to kind of spin this and look at it as a a positive light is that we are typically, you're staying so busy throughout the year. Um, And the reason that you're experiencing this lull is, is traditionally nothing that you are in, you can do, or you can change, or it's not because of a lack of something that you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. It's really, it's, Typically what I found within the shop was that people are either taking vacations or they're spending money, you know, on trips or their children or whatever. Um, And they either do not have the ability to be without their vehicle, or like I said, they're just wanting to kind of hold off and they will get the vehicle repaired kind of when things are more back to normal and settled when school starts. So, you know, that would maybe be like August or early September. Um, And so that's why, you know, you just kind of have to take it with a grain of salt and know that you're not doing anything wrong. Shops of all sizes across the country are also experiencing this. That's really good to know. So the first kind of tip that you mentioned is sprucing the building up, um, which I feel like is something that people always want to get to, but never have enough time for or whatever. What are some easy places to start when it comes to sprucing that make an impact? Yeah. So one of the things that we'd like to do is like, 
on a Friday or, or whatever day is like the best for your team, we would cater in lunch and then we would just kind of take a little bit and do kind of a deep clean. Everyone would clean their stations. We would deep clean the estimate bay, you know, if it would be power washing the concrete, having the exterior of our building cleaned, having the window washers come. Um, some One of the things that I always like to do was literally as simple as going and buying like two potted plants or potting up some flowers for either side of our doorway, just something to kind of clean up and spruce up the building and the facilities. And this is also a good time to maybe take, you know, your location manager or your administrative team and kind of go and visit those shops, you know, because a lot of times we're not necessarily in and out of the shop every single day. Like if you have multiple shop or organization. Um, or even if you are in it every day, it's very easy that when we're looking at something every day, we remove ourselves from what it looks like being a customer walking into that space. So, you know, if you have those, those magazines in the waiting room that are, you know, six years old, it's probably time just to go to the local like grocery store mm-hmm. and maybe buy some new ones and get rid of those and kind of just, you know, wipe everything down and maybe start fresh with some things. Definitely. Yeah. It's kind of like how in your house you get used to that, like pile of clothes in the corner or bills on the desk or whatever. Yeah. Um, And it's just like about making like more of an inviting space. mm -hmm. Um, you know, just because people want things to be clean, um, and it, you know, having something as simple as like some flowers by your door, just make it look more welcoming and, you know, not so old school body shop, like totally. Yeah, absolutely. From your experience, are there certain areas in the shop, especially customer facing ones that tend to get a little bit cluttered or neglected over time? I would definitely say check those end tables. Mm. So that's the one. One of them was, like I said a moment ago, regarding the like five-year-old magazines. Uh, I found in one of our locations we had acquired, we literally had like some eight-year-old magazines tucked (laughs) in there that were faded from the sun. So it was like a a relic at that point. Um, The next place that I always like to kind of pay extra attention and do a deep clean, we had like a Keurig coffee machine and some other things with that, like in the lobby accessible to our customers. That was definitely somewhere where you want to make sure that if you aren't regularly just making sure that you're like cleaning it, restocking, you know, checking expiration dates and so on. And then finally the bathrooms, mm-hmm. the bathrooms are a huge opportunity. No one typically likes cleaning the bathroom, but it definitely means a lot to have like a nice and clean place for your customers to use. Definitely. Absolutely. So then the second thing you mentioned was community outreach and that type of marketing. And I also think this is something that shop owners really want to do, but don't really know where to start, have a hard time kind of committing to this. How did you go about doing this in an organic, meaningful way? Yeah, two of the things that we typically really only did during the summer. um, One of them was our mayor in the local parks department would do something. It was like a free swim day at our local like city pools. And so what we would do is like, we would, um, bring a grill and we would get like hot dogs and then like little bags of chips from Sam's or Costco. And we would literally just like wear our our Leffler collision t-shirts. And there was like usually like five or six of us. And we would just go and literally grill these hot dogs and pass them out to, you know, the patrons of the pool. And so what was cool about that 
like you could literally just do that. And we met so many people that way. They're like, Oh, that's so cool. You know, that you guys are a body shop and you're out here, like, you know, hanging out with us for a little bit. Um, the reason it also was really cool is that since our mayor was a part of it, he was always there. Um, that means all, obviously the news stations were were always there radio and so on. So that's one of those things where if you could maybe just give your parks department person or someone active within your community a call and just say like, Hey, is there any opportunity for us to, you know, show up and grill something or show up and pass out like a free cookie or a free treat? It's really easy. We honestly did not spend a lot of money on, on buying those items. And we literally, we really got to meet a lot of people within the community doing that. For sure. And I have to think that your parts department would be so excited to have somebody calling up and asking what they can do. Yes. Yeah. So grateful. Like I said, it made us be able to meet so many people and it literally only took, we, I think we did one Saturday a month throughout the summer, like starting in May, you know, ending in August. Um, and like I said, sometimes it'd be like me and roughly the same group of people, but every once in a while, like we'd swap them out and it was, it was a lot of fun. And it also was a really good time, like for the Leffler team to spend some time with each other and kind Mm -hmm. of like have fun. And it's also a team building activity. For sure. Was it hard to get people to agree to man the grill? No, I wouldn't say I like, I definitely think the more often than not, the people that we had were from like our front office staff. Got it. So I didn't necessarily have a lot of body technicians. It was more so I would have detailers, CSRs, we'd have estimators, we'd have the location manager too, and kind of do it that way. But it all depends on like whatever your interests are. We actually had a competitive barbecue team, like just for fun. And that was basically comprised of just our body techs and then some of our paint, our painters. And so they actually had like their own set of uh, obligations, if you will, off and on throughout the summer. And that's just something that there was like six of them that really enjoyed grilling and all of that. And so that's how we ended up kind of adopting it as a Leffler thing and getting some like uniforms for them being made and, you know, kind of supported them in that. That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I used to be able to go and like go out, like they would go out of town literally to compete, to do this kind of thing. And so it was a lot of fun because I'd go and just take pictures and hang out for the day. It was a good time. Yeah, definitely. How would you recommend that other shops when they're out in the community doing that type of outreach can take advantage of it. Should they have like their business cards on them? Is that outdated at this point? I would say I all, I never go anywhere without a bit, a few, at least like on me or close by just because you never know who you might Mm -hmm. meet. I totally think that if you aren't out there, I just had t-shirts made with our logo on like the chest and then across the back. Um, I definitely think it's worth, you know, the $50 to get some t-shirts made that way you're all in like something that does represent your shop. Um, and if you're going to hand out something, I would either just like meet with a promotional person. There's a, you know, you can probably Google like promotional materials. You can even order them online and you could try to get something like kind of unique. Like there's an ice pack. That's like a dollar a piece that you could have your logo put on with your phone number or, you know, if you have some time and you know you're going to be doing this, you can kind of get some pretty cool things that might be more tailored and personal and then pass them out. Um, you know, especially just 
like this kind of leads to my next example. Um, one of the other things we would do during the summer was the pet adoption days. And that's whenever we, I literally just called like our largest animal rescue group. And I said, Hey, like, we'd love to host you at one of our shops, you know, like, just let me know. And they were so happy to have another place Mm -hmm. to do the adoption event. And they literally just brought all the animals out there. And we had, um, people came by all day. Once again, the radio stations came by just to do like a, a little live for the animal rescue. Um, and we had a few people working it, wearing our Leffler t-shirts. And for that one, I ended up getting like some, not dog balls, like tennis balls essentially made with our logo on them, like really cheaply after we had done a few and saw it was a lot of fun and just a success. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's a great idea too. I also have to think that doing those type of things, you know, we're going to talk about culture building next um, as the other tip that you mentioned, but those type of things build culture within the shop too. Yep. And that was what was really cool. We had um, an estimator who was just like an all-star estimator. And she uh, even had her, she had her little chihuahua get a Leffler t-shirt made. And (laughs) his name was Nelson. And so Nelson would always come with her to work the animal rescue or adoption days. Um, And, you know, it's just one of those cool ways to kind of, once again, integrate yourself into the place. A lot of people had been like, I've never even been here before. You know, Mm -hmm. because unless they've gotten in a wreck or they knew about you, they probably would never have been there. So it was a great, easy way for us to kind of put ourselves out there with the community. And the other thing that was awesome is that um, the animal rescues I found are so highly connected. They have so many connections to people within the community, to the news outlets and the radio stations. And the one that we had had almost 30,000 followers on Facebook. Wow. And so for like a week leading up to the event, they were posting our logo, our address, our name, saying they were going to be having it at our shop, et cetera. So, you know, it's a mutually beneficial situation. Yeah, absolutely. That's super cool. So then the last thing we were going to talk about is working on culture building within the shop. And I think it's especially important coming out of just a crazy year for a lot of people. Um, Mm -hmm. And for some business owners, culture building work comes really naturally to them as the type of leader. For some people, it doesn't as much. What are some, you know, pretty simple ways to start that can really help build up your culture? Yeah. So one of the ways that we would do is, um, you know, if you're just, if you can just start off by like celebrating a employee birthday or an anniversary, you know, it usually, once you get to the shop level, it's probably easier that you like cater in lunch for them. But even if you do something like once a month to celebrate the birthdays and the work anniversaries, that's a good way to at least get people together and do something where, you know, not every single person's going to lunch separately. Like they're still eating a meal together and Mm -hmm. spending some time you know, and I know it's really hard in order to get people to spend time outside of work hours, or at least that was something that we had kind of encountered, but I I had heard, and we had done one time where we had closed the shop on a Friday, like a little bit, or like just two or three hours early and did um, some of those breakout rooms, if you're familiar, which is where it's like a, a big team building. There's like 10 to 12 people in each room and you read clues and you figure it out and like try to get out of the, the room together. Oh, for they sure. Have, yeah. They all have like certain themes and everything. 
Um, and that was something that was just like local in our town. You can typically like Google like breakout rooms or something. Um, we also always did like a really fun Christmas party. And the last few years we had actually done like team bowling. Um, and so we would actually rent out the bowling alley, which was like super reasonable. And we'd had everyone go there and we just like ate and everyone was like bowling together. And it was just a really cool time to be able to, to spend together. Definitely. That sounds so fun. The other thing was, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say the cool thing about that, or one of my personal favorite things about that, you know, we had four locations, so we had people in each location and I was lucky to be one, you know, that kind of got to travel around, since, mm-hmm. you know, doing marketing and I got to know everyone. But the coolest thing to me was that whenever we would get together for these events, they, people from each location would be like mingling together. And so it really just reiterated to me that, you know, we're like one organization, you know, we may be in four locations, but we're one organization. We're all working towards the same goal of taking care of our customers and doing the best repair possible. Um, And so it was just, it was awesome to be able to have everyone together. Yeah, absolutely. How often do you think that shops should be doing these kind of activities is should it be a once per month cadence is like every quarter okay I think that it depends on how big your shop is Mm -hmm. is what I would say because if it's smaller there's potentially going to be like less birthdays and anniversaries going around but the other thing that I think is probably the easiest is we started out originally doing like quarterly so we would um, do like donut or pizza days Or we would kind of follow, if you've ever heard of like, you know, whatever day is National Pizza Day. And so that day we would get pizzas for everyone in the locations. Um, And there's like a day for everything. So if there's like something on your mind that you're wanting, like a cheeseburger day, or if you want to grill out, or we made breakfast sandwiches, or we'd show up and bring breakfast to the locations, like every few months, you can just start there. Um, cause everyone always loves and appreciates free, good food. Totally. Um, but yeah, I would say that, you know, starting off quarterly would be a great step in the right direction. And if you're, if you're currently not doing anything, which I totally understand because sometimes it, it falls by the wayside, um, or we just think people don't want to do anything together, but I think sometimes you'll be pleasantly surprised that they do want to do things together and they would really appreciate it. So I'd, I'd start off slow and just kind of work your way up with how everything goes. Definitely. I think the more often you do it too, the more excited people are for it and the less awkward they are around it. You it know is. what I mean? That is really it. That's what I would say. Don't like lose traction. If like the first or second time you don't see a lot of people like commingling or, you know, speaking amongst each mm-hmm. other, it, it does get better. Like you said, just because you, there's not a lot of times for these people to spend time together or they're not having to talk about work. And so it is cool to kind of get people out of the, at their space and kind of give them a new grounds to meet their coworkers that they're probably working with all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Megan, and for these just like really, really actionable, simple tips that I think anyone can do. Of course. Thank you.